I would like to read what I have written in meditation before I will give a little charge. Dearly beloved servants of God, on behalf of the chairman of the Capro National Council, Professor Ezekiel Odebumi, on behalf of the Executive Committee of Capron in Nigeria, host of this historic conference, on the behalf of my office as National Director, I welcome each and every one of you to JAWS. I'd like to welcome especially our leader, Brother Sam Butu and his wife, Sister Rolly, with the international office team from Lagos. Brethren, you are welcome. I recognize and welcome my predecessor, Brother Joshua Cadon and his beloved wife, Sister Laraba Cadon. I welcome in our midst an elder, Brother Bile Akonin, a Bible teacher called by God to lead and deepen discipleship and the way of the cross in our Christian pilgrimage. Rabile has made tremendous contribution to our lives and the ministries of Capro over the years. We shall bring the word of God to us from the 28th to the 29th during this conference. I would like to thank our dear elders, leaders, brothers, and sisters who have accepted our invitation to be part of this time with the Lord and with us. They will be used of God to lead us into God's presence at various times in this place. Why are we gathered? Beloved ones, the leadership of Capro received instruction from the Lord, our master and king, to blow a trumpet for a gathering unto himself for one major reason, which is to receive the new wine for our pilgrimage and for our ministries in these end times. Leadership heard the Holy Spirit saying to the Lord Jesus, Their wine is finishing. And the Master wants to do something about this. It is no longer a new thing to us as missionaries of Capro that from December 2012, leadership heard God very clearly promising to visit Capro afresh pour new wine into this mission to enable us to fulfill our mandate, his commission, and his vision for establishing this movement in the world. You are witnesses to the fact that new wine has been the theme and focus of leadership in the past three and a half years. We've been engaged in praying and waiting on the one who has promised to pour upon us a spirit anew. 
you will recall that as we prayed the lord opened our eyes to the fact that new wine must be poured into new wine skins therefore leadership at all levels has been working with every one of us to identify what constitutes old wine skins in relation to individuals teams and capro as a mission in order that we will discard all of them we hope and believe that we have come to a point where we can stretch forth our new wineskins to heaven for an outpouring of the new new grace new strength new anointing power new visions and prophetic announcements supposed to be pronouncements required for our generation we would like to remind you that capro was born out of an outpouring of the spirit upon the church in nigeria it has been by that outpouring that god has brought us this 41 years at this critical time in the second generation of capro if we must remain relevant to god in taking the gospel to the ends of the earth we must recognize our helplessness and desperate need for his spirit into our lives we therefore call on everyone who has received this honor from the lord to be saved led by the spirit to join capro privileged to be alive and present in this conference to drop every pride and arrogance and be clothed with the humility and supplication as we all lift up our cups to heaven crying in one accord lord fill us with fresh wine Welcome to the new experience of grace. In Jesus' name. Brothers and sisters, let me take us a little back 10 years ago. I should think 10 or 13 years. No, 13 years ago, leaders of Calvary Ministries gathered somewhere in Togo for a strategic conference. I think that was the second strategic conference of Calvary Ministries. It was at Agbodrafo. During that gathering, the Lord raised an alarm concerning this matter of new wine it was our brother and elder brother Pade, that spoke very clearly the word of god to us the lord said that he was going to pour new wine into calvary ministries 
in that strategic conference many of the major outbursts and leaps of Calvary Ministries at that time was a product of what we sensed God was speaking to us as a mission. Up to today that I'm speaking, there are several areas of things that God asked us to do that we have not been able to do. Let me give you an example. Clearly, the Lord told us to focus as a ministry on mega people groups, especially in Africa. Five blocks were identified very clearly. The Fulas, Fulani people, the Hausa people, the Songhai, the Mandingo, and others. There's another one that God spoke to us to focus on it strategically, the Tuaregs. Think the Tuaregs. It was a burden God was showing us. The second thing God asked us to do is to focus on middle belt tribes especially in west africa cluster tribes as a ministry and focus on them what is happening in togo today was a response and obedience to that directive that the holy spirit gave to us a lot has been done in Nigeria in that regard also. But we have not gone beyond some of these few places I have mentioned. The Lord said very clearly that we should run fast because something was coming that we make it very difficult for us to spread the gospel if we don't act very fast. We had our challenges as a mission in different countries and as individuals. And when, about four years ago, the Lord looked at us again, and still said that he has not given up on his determination to revive Capra, to pour his spirit afresh in this ministry. The Lord made us to know clearly that the fire and the wine that the brethren who began Calvary Ministries movement, drank in late 60s, early 70s. And that wine pushed them. And for 40 years, they ran without being tired. Most of us joined them 
in this journey why they were running they were running with a strength that could not be abetted that could not be quenched by difficulties and challenges which they faced doing something that is so unpopular at that time something that was very absurd in the eyes of many christians even the church leaders yet their passion and their desire to take the gospel to the ends of the earth was not abated something was happening inside of them they dared things that ordinarily people will not be able to face the first difficulties they traversed nations with nothing in their hands with no support they were running they were like madmen of their generation outcasts people called their names but they were not deterred by the names they were being called because something was happening inside of them that they could not control even themselves they appreciated god and loved him the one who died for them they counted not themselves as worthy even of the gospel they saw themselves as being privileged 40 years have passed and the lord is saying the work is still yet to be accomplished greater challenges have come in our world many obstacles in different places nations becoming more and more intolerant to our faith propaganda to destroy our faith is increasing every day martyrdom has become the order of the day risks are so many the world is closing in on the church yet the lord is speaking to us go ye into all the world and preach the gospel ours is a command ours his commission is our life fear and cowardice characterizes a man who is operating from his senses and from his intellectual calculations in the face of danger but courage and boldness comes to him who is drunk not with wine that is of the vine but the wine of the spirit at this time in our lives at this time in the history of Calvary Ministries more than ever before we need to contact the spirit we must as a matter of urgency seek the Lord and ask him for empowerment for grace to stand in the face of the contradictions of our world and take the gospel 
through the fires, through the walls, through the seas, through the floods of persecution and hardship. But which man can thus do without his spirit? The promise of God is in Christ, yea and amen. We are certain that this gathering is strategic for our lives as individuals and for our life as a mission. Yes, in Acts chapter 4, they saw it and gathered themselves together. They closed their doors and cried unto the Lord. They did not pray against their persecutors. They rather prayed that they will be endued with power for courage and boldness to preach the word of God and that there will be a manifestation of the power of God in their lives that will quench the aggression of the enemy and produce massive conversion in their world. Ours is the same commitment. The day of appointment has come. Over three and a half years praying and looking forward to a day like this that all of us will gather together and with one accord lift up our cups to heaven and seek him as they did and the bible says when they had prayed the place where they were was shaken and they were filled with the spirit May this be our experience. Brothers and sisters, we must have an expectation. We have come to a God who keeps his covenant. The God that created this movement. He has not stopped his program with us. We have come to sense his voice. We have come to hear him. He may be speaking to us through you. Every one of us is very strategic in this conference. There are no speakers and no listeners. We are all speakers and we are all listeners. We will listen to one another. We must at this time be able to say with every confidence, this is what God is saying to us as a mission. And as individuals, we must at this time look at our commission, look at our goals, and see if we have enough in us, enough to take us forward. Brothers and sisters, a solemn thought keeps coming to my mind. Several of us have crossed. 40 years, 45 years. Even if Jesus tarries, maybe we would already spent half of our lifetime. We just have half. I mean, for most of us. What is going to be the difference? Think about this. We need the Lord. 
now more than ever in my life and in your life this is why I beg us in the name of the Lord to be sensitive in this conference and prayerful let us prepare our hearts to receive grace let us avoid speaking too much for they spoke too much and they missed his direction may we think deep look inward and look at him to conclude in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 1 I would like to read Ho! Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come by and eat. Yes, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Jesus, looking at this prophecy, in John chapter 7, stood up in a feast on the last day and stretched his hands towards his audience and said, If anyone is thirsty, let him come 